And uh, Harry White uh, joins us to go through the uh, program on a terrific day, an iconic day, the last of the three days. But it's Cup Day. How are you this morning, Harry? I'm very good, Dan. Um, looks quite a good uh, racing day to uh, close off the carnival. And I think the track's held up pretty well and over the two days. So I'm expecting the same today. Maybe a little upgrade because the weather's getting better. So hopefully plenty of winners. Uh, it's interesting you touch on the track because I saw that last race yesterday. It's rated as a, seven, a soft five here this morning. Got a bit messy there on the home turn. They all wanted to get sharply to that outside rail. The winner came through near the centre of the track. So does that pose a little bit of an issue and be wary early on? Yeah, we'll, we'll just watch sort of how it goes. And it wasn't a surprise to see them sort of wanting to get off the fence. But the fact that, as you touched on, that winner did come on the inside and win the race, I still think this inside sort of holding up relatively well, but it could end up being a tactical affair um, at the end of the day. I think the track's sort of, you know, it's doing its job. Yeah, after three days, I agree. Soft five rating. So the first of nine is at 11.40. In race one, the scratchings are one, four, seven, nine, and 13. Uh, Mogulist from the Lloyd Kennewell team is the $3 fixed odds favourite ahead of five Philadelphia free at 3.30 and a couple of runners on $5 on the third line at two classy Kenny and eight Northwood Poppet. I'll go with uh, Philadelphia free resuming for his second prep. He's had two jump outs in the past month leading into this, both of which were solid to my eye without being eye catching. But I mean, the horse wasn't really asked for an effort. He was good on debut last prep, pulled up lame second up when well supported. Obviously, the barrier is a little sticky. It has improved with those scratchings. I think with even like he's well-placed. Mogulis, the race favourite, resumed gelded off some good jump outs. Led, stuck on well enough on the synthetic at Ballarat. Considering it was advantageous to lead, I'm thinking maybe the effort was slightly flattering. Um, maybe, but you know, two, the two debutants that beat him look smart. So I'm not surprised to see the market gravitate towards him. Classy Kenny resumes with no trial or jump out that I could find, but... Form from South Australia reads well enough to prove competitive. Shadowway Drive hasn't done much in two career runs to date, but it's been trialling and jumping out soundly enough, so goes in as next best. 5, 11, 2, 10. Race two, the scratchings are 1, 3, 5, 12, 13, 14, 18, 19 and 20. A lot of full fields, a lot of emergencies coming out today. Jennifer Enti's odds on here. Harry, a dollar eighty favourite, so dominating the market. But there's one other that is uh, well and truly in the market. It's number two, far flung at four forty, and you're looking at double figures, eleven dollars or better. The others. Yeah, I think Jenna Ferrandi's the one to beat. I'll start by saying I don't love the inside draw for her. Um, that's probably the only chink in the armour. But I've found it really hard to find another runner to beat her, Dan. Even more so with those scratchings. She's been freshened after a first up run on a heavy eight at Ballarat. She's heavily backed, race wide, and pulled up with a slow recovery. Noting the horse who beat her home was Naval Seal. Well, Naval Seal then placed in a strong race at Caulfield. Local boy Harry Coffey rides. He's in for a big day, I think, the last day of the carnival. With luck from that draw, I think she wins. Far flung, gelded between runs um, after being a beaten, even money favourite first up. There was merit in that run, despite not winning. Ecstasy in for third. Take your pick for fourth. I went with Royal Court. 11-2, 16-4. Ecstasy is actually at $10, so it's the uh, the third favourite in the race. Uh, Harry, race number three on the program is the Drought Breaker, and the scratchings are 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. So the emergencies all come out here. 
It's a drought breaker and it's it's a tough one. Four dollars eighty for number thirteen Sky Tane as the favourite ahead of uh, number two Bombers Toys is next at five dollars nine. So you can dance at five dollars fifty. What do you like? I tell you what, Dan. I didn't actually realise it was called the drought breaker. It makes a lot of sense because when I was doing the form, I thought, gee, all of these horses have had a stack of chances. I'm with uh, number fourteen Vitarina improves. Uh, the draw improves with scratchings, I should say. I've mapped her pushing forward, arguably getting the run of the race, parked off the leaders. I should mention this scenario is dependent on her jumping away well because she's been slowly away of late. Um, 24 start maiden, all of them have had their chances. I think Vitarina is a likely winner. Bombers Toys, I am convinced, I have been convinced we'll knock a maiden off one day. I've sort of batted up. Uh, for him before, he'll lead. He takes luck out of the equation. Humpback, second up, up in trip, blinkers on, I think goes into the mix and is locally trained. And then Skytain, the race favourite, I thought was was next best. Um, it's a good race. Someone's finally going to get that maiden out of the way. 14, 2, 4 and 13. Race number four. There are no scratchings here. A full field of 14. It's an open race. Number five, Harbin. $4.40 to make it back-to-back wins. Seven, uh, Dan Ostar at five fifty. Number nine in her stride. And also 11, Miss Middle Parker at $6.50. So it looks a challenging race. Yeah, it is. And because of that, I'm sort of leaning towards a bit of a value runner. I thought get on the gas was over the odds. Um, third up, fitter, firmer footing from last start. That doesn't really matter. He's proven on all surfaces. But look, the barrier, little bit of a knock, barrier 13. But with even like I expect, he's competitive in a field like this. And we're getting a nice enough price to find out. The open favourite, Harbin, heavily supported to knock off a maiden last start. Didn't disappoint. He's drawn well to be prominent and can definitely measure up. Miss Middle Park, scratched yesterday in preference to here. Has been fresh in between runs. Just maybe will be better with one more run over further, I was thinking. And winning form is good form. In her stride, chasing a hat-trick after being well back last start at Ballarat and getting the job done. One five eleven nine. Race number five. The scratching is three. Yulong Storm. Small field, but a good field. Duchess of Dorset, number two, is at $1.75. First up from a break. Six is Pravro at four sixty. And number four, Yulong Knight at four they They're the top three in the market. Yeah, there's no value in it, Dan, but I'd expect Duchess of Dorset to be winning. Overall form, I think, is just superior to the others. Recent jump-outs have been solid. Linda Meachon has ridden her in two of her four career wins, and the horse is versatile in running and proven on all surfaces. Every box is ticked. $1.75, realistically, probably the right price. Pravro, resuming from a relatively short spell, goes in for second. He hasn't won in over a year. He's nine years old, but he's just super genuine. Yulong Knight looks a lock for third. That's reflective in the market. And then local hope Rock Tycoon looks to be best of the rest. Two, six, four, five. Race six is the first leg of the main quaddy. The scratchings here are four, eight, 14, 15, 17, and 18. Local trainer Nathan Hobson's got four in the race. Uh, the favourite, however, is three Cad Bowl at $4.60. Simon Wild, Linda Meach, uh, $5.50 for number seven, Super Thief, $6 for number nine, Screwed Down, and $5 for 13, Royal Dress. We were getting double figures about Super Thief prior to scratchings. I still think $5.50 with a couple of key runners coming out is good enough. First up run was average, but he was in the inferior part of the track, so I'm being forgiving of that. He's won here before, albeit in maiden grade last prep, but he knocked off a 64 straight away thereafter, then finished three lengths off Profiteer at Flemington. Early speed can offset that draw. 
Um, well, I thought he was over the odds. 550, probably a real uh, the right price now, but still backable. Royal Dress, disappointed in both runs last prep. Both times when favourite, but she's been given a bit more time. I thought a recent jump out win was rock solid. Uh, from a low draw, I'm expecting her potentially go straight to the front. Screwed down, jumped out well, has good form from last prep, and then one of the four locally trained Nathan Hobson runners, reward with return, fitter after a first up win, loves racing here over this trip. 7, 13, 9 and 2. Race 7, the benchmark 78 for the stayers. Uh, the scratchings are 4, 5 and uh, 10. Fixold's favourite is six Lunatic Fringe at three dollars forty. Two Taramansur at four dollars and forty cents, and then out to seven dollars. Uh, third pick at the moment, number eleven Miss Five Hundred. I'm with Lunatic Fringe. Never been stretched out to twenty four hundred metres. Um, furthest she's gone is twenty two, but I think she'll relish this trip. She was slow out last start, finished off strongly into second, beat all bar the winner relatively easy. And that was the Castadon Cup. I think she's very well placed. That's reflected in the market. Tara Mansour, really good first up. Poor two runs back. Then had a cut on his leg or something like that last start. So we'll say that run had excuses. He's had one run at track and trip in the past. It was in a similar sort of race. He was even money favourite and he won. Miss 500 got nutted late last start at Mornington after leading. She was 38 days between runs there and back to 2000. I think with that run now back up to 2,400 metres looks ideal. And Kalorni back on the flat after a couple of jumps runs I thought was over the odds based on best prior efforts. Has to go into the quaddy at a bit of a price. 6-2-11-3. Race 8 is the Swan Hill Cup of $175,000. The scratchings are 12, 13 and 14. Pro Consent is the favourite, $2.90 fixed odds with Tab. Those that are under double figures include Two Silent Sovereign at $8.50, 10 Sonnery at $9, and 11 Bel Toro at $7. But then there's a host of horses around the $11, $12, $13, $14 price range, Harry. I think the favourite is clearly the one to beat, Dan. Um, then it's sort of take your pick for who's going to fill the minor money. I think Harry Coffey gets the job done. Um, pro consent, he's hard fit now, third up. Is that a jump out between runs, working alongside Friday's Golden Topaz winner and stablemate Triple Missile? Clean getaway can see him get the run of the race. Silent Sovereign back from Stakes Company of late, back to the mile, goes in for second. Thought her best efforts are more than good enough to win, so goes into the court just for a bit of insurance. Beltoro and Scottish Dancer, they have intertwining form via a benchmark 100 race at Caulfield over the trip at the back end of May. I thought they were the other key hopes, at least for a minor money finish. But I think the favourite um, and the local boy aboard will be very hard to beat. 3-2-11-15. And the last of nine is the Think Big Classic at 4.25. Take out 7, 11, 17, 18 and 19. And uh, Kamachi is the favourite. And clearly it's a $2.80 number three. Next in the market is 12 Philosopher's Stone at $5. Yeah, I've heard a lot of talk about this Camarchi. Really good first up in a stronger grade of race. That was his first Australian run, and it was a handy form reference race. All of his overseas forms sort of 1,400 metres plus. That first up run was over 1,100 metres at Ballarat. So the step up to 1,300 will strongly play in his favour. Fitter too, I think based on that first up run, he should be hard to beat. Deal Blaster rocketed home first up, produced the third fastest closing split of the meeting. I thought he was over the odds. Philosopher's Stone, 
Won two jump outs leading into this prep. Will be suited to gate one because he has the gate speed to lead. So he should get every chance. And then opposing, fit a second up, in with a chance at a price, goes into the quaddy. 3, 6, 12, 15. And the, the last of nine at Swan Hill. Okay, Harry, what about uh, your best bets? And, and you're playing your quaddy today at Swan Hill. I'm going to make my best uh, in the cup race, Dan. Race eight, number three, Pro Consent. I think the horse is very, very well placed. Value, race four, number one, get on the gas. I think you can get around $7.50. Quaddy, first leg, two, seven, nine, 13. Second leg, two, three, six, 11. Third leg, we trim up with just numbers two and three. And then the last leg, three, six, 12, 15. Play of the day. There's a couple of shorties that I think simply just win. So we'll just roll them into an all up. So all up race two, number 11, uh, Jennifer Enti into race five, number two, Duchess of Dorset. Okay, Harry, thank you very much. Enjoy your day and may it be a profitable one. Fingers crossed, Dan. Thank you.